Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the E-Mammoth Pod. That's together again, me and Rich. What's up, Rich? How you doing? Good, Mike. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm just hanging in there, trying to trying to survive right. through this January here. Oh, that seems like the early theme, right? Just <laughs> survive. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of crazy, but yeah, we've been, uh, it's been kind of a wild ride this first couple couple of weeks of the of the year but hey it's got to survive yeah that's that's factual for sure have you been man what have you been up to um i've been good like you said this week is kind of feels a lot like kind of let's just survive um (laughs) i haven't i don't think i have any like big news for what i've been doing um the whole riot thing happened um they're still talking about that a little bit um since then uh our current president has been banned from a bunch of streaming platforms so or not social medias so i'm kind of been checking my checking my news feed to see if there's any new places he's been um banned from but it's been pretty interesting because the list i feel like keeps going yeah it it does i (laughs) he's he's banned from some stuff well from some stuff i wouldn't have thought that might ban him and there's other stuff i haven't even heard of so it's kind of interesting oh man you gotta fill us in well i mean because i heard he was banned from twitter right away um and then i remember hearing like twitch i heard youtube facebook um but there's more what, what am I missing? There's there's more. Um, he was banned from Google, like Google. Oh wow! All of Google. Um, you got like Facebook, you Facebook, okay. Instagram. Uh, let's see, Google. Uh, Google. So he Where can't leave it? any Google reviews or anything. Can't I can't log into? I don't think he can use. If he has a Gmail, I don't think he can use it. Snapchat um tiktok tiktok was pretty obvious to me that's right yeah um apple apple's another one wow discord oh so many what's funny is that my favorite part i guess this is what ties into my week my favorite part is that with each kind of um discovery of what else he's been banned from there's been tweets about it so like pinterest is one He's okay. <laughs> he's banned from Pinterest, and so there are tweets about that how he couldn't even like make his favorite board or whatever it's called. It's pretty funny. Oh my god, Reddit. Um, I think I saw a tweet. This little list I'm looking at is older. I saw a tweet that he's banned from OnlyFans, which was hilarious. <laughs> <clears throat> Someone tweeted that, and they said he can't even beat his meat, and then, um. Amazon AWS. What is AWS? That's Amazon Web Services. Web so. Services. He's been mm-hmm. banned from that. Um, and including all of these also includes the app Parler. Wherever Trump is banned, Parler is banned. There's something called Stripe. I haven't figured out what that is. It says uh, Stripe handles payments and transactions for many online websites. That so- was the company that his campaign was using to collect donations. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. And then Okta, O-K-T-A. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it. 
I don't know what that is. Uh, they provide companies with software to help them manage user authentication services. And there's one more. Twilio. Twilio? Twilio? T-W-I-L-I-O. It's an enterprise communications company. So those aren't as interesting because I don't know what they are, but it seems like the list is growing and it's pretty fun to see. And um, pretty soon his phone's just going to be a phone. I'm, I was going to say, like, it seems like, like, what's next? Spotify? Maybe. Like, <laughs> Can't even listen to music. <laughs> just Pandora. <laughs> I didn't think there'd be a, <clears throat> I didn't think there would ever be a time where major companies and social medias all come together to ban someone. But that also shows how much reach and how much power he had using those platforms. So it also mm -hmm. makes sense. But it's, I'm happy to see that, that they are cutting it off. They're recognizing it and saying, okay, this is way too much. We need to stop it before things get worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's tough that it came to this point because we shouldn't have to rely on these corporations to do this, like, to take these steps in order mm -hmm. to help try to, like, prevent whatever type of violence he might be kind of stirring up. But I'm glad that they are. And I'm glad that, um, that what, you know, it seems to have a little bit of a domino effect where now we have more and more of these companies uh, starting to say that they're not going to, um, they don't want to be affiliated with him. You know, mm -hmm. they don't want to be a part of it. So yep. I think that's pretty good. Me too. I love it. How was your week though? That was kind of, what yeah, I mean, I've been right there with you, man. I've been just kind of keeping my eyes on seeing what's going on out there in the news and what, what's going to happen. I saw, I know today they just had the impeachment and they went through that process uh, in the House. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, they're going to go ahead and take whatever action they have to do. But I don't really anticipate seeing him really leaving the White House anytime soon. Uh, so I think it's, he's going to go ahead and serve out the rest of his term. But we'll see. And um, I mean, that's basically the only thing interesting other than I finally got around to taking down the Christmas decorations. So that was uh, not really that exciting. But it's funny that once, I don't know, once you get rid of the tree and some of the decorations and stuff, like things like it kind of feels a little bit empty. Like now I got to feel like I got to do some rearranging or redecorating or something because mm -hmm. it just seems like something's missing, especially because if you remember this year, I, we did the Christmas thing early. Like, I think it was, it was like right after Thanksgiving. And so it just feels like we just had like a really long Christmas celebration. I, I remember we were going to Christmas yeah. early Christmas hard. And so mm -hmm. I was doing that. And so, but now mm -hmm. you know, all good things must come to an end. So yeah. we had to wrap it up and cut it off. <laughs> Now you got to fill the empty space with something else. Right. But that's about it, man. Um, but, you know, when you mentioned the, uh, the, the riot that happened at the Capitol and all this stuff that was going on, it actually um, made news in a different way because I know that there was all kinds of um, different people out there uh, representing different groups and uh, people waving different flags. But one of the symbols that, was popping up around with the the Punisher logo. And so I don't know if you've seen that before, but I know going back 
several years, I've seen that Punisher logo kind of associated with like not just regular like law enforcement, but like these other types of uh, groups that um, I don't know what you would call them, but these like, I guess, militant type groups who, you know, are into that kind of stuff. So um, there's been a call for, you know, to putting pressure on Marvel to either change the logo or just get rid of the logo. And I, I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting. Did you happen to come across that or see that? Um, I didn't see the news. I, I'm familiar with the logo. You know, um, It's unfortunate because mm-hmm. the creation of the Punisher and the intent of the logo is completely different than what what has been embraced as in in those in those different groups and mm-hmm. so it's not necessarily marvel's fault um i mean it's a fictional character right yeah uh, but we kind of i guess not we but those groups kind of put more meaning into it or put a different meaning to it and it puts especially with today's like social media and cancel culture and all that it puts them in a position where they almost it almost seems like they may be forced to re i don't want to say rebrand but rebrand the punisher or kind of not focus on him as much and kind of put him put him to the side because the kind of attention and that particular symbol is what the what is being associated with isn't isn't the best and i'm sure it's not what disney or marvel intend so i wonder what they're going to do it's going to be or what the response is or or i don't know i don't know it's kind of a tough one and because um i I don't know it it sucks that like this these people or this group had to kind of like um take over this symbol and Mm -hmm. use it in a way that it was never intended and now there's all this kind of backlash and so i don't know what the right answer is um what would you do if it was me if you were marvel if i was marvel i would i would just um so there was speculation about some different alternatives of what they could do and one of the things was to kind of reimagine the character reinvent the character um somebody had mentioned you know you know relaunch the punisher and make um african-american which i think he was at one point depicted as african-american somewhere in the in the past but you know, bring that back, or maybe make him like a a social justice hero type guy, right? And have him um, just embody a different kind of role, and see if that can help reclaim that that symbol. But I don't know if it would work. I don't know. I mean, it's it's really tough. So I'm yeah, I'm trying to see if like I'm trying to picture as best I can a, a situation where they kind of try to turn that around in those ways that you mentioned. Um, I don't know if that would be enough either. I, mm, I can't say, and I would like to say that Marvel could just make a statement and say, Hey, that's not what this stands for at all. But I don't think, I don't think my worry is my literal worry is cancel culture. They want results right away. And it has, there has to be a change. There's no way they can just make a statement. I think changing the punisher to or back to african-american would help 
but I think it will be successful as long as they knock it out of the park. Yeah. If they out of the park, I think it'll leave kind of a bad taste and a lot of outrage for people who wanted that symbol to mean something else. Um, well, I was thinking you could even go a completely different direction, you know, and have them like either like a black or Latino Punisher who's like out of the closet gay and who's like... <laughs> You know, like a, a fighting for equality. You know that that if if they made, <laughs> if they made that change, that'd be pretty cool to see. But if they made that change, that would be a very clear kind of middle finger to the people who who took it in a different direction. That would be very specifically <laughs> aimed at them, saying, "Hey, what do you think about it now?" Yeah. <laughs> but then the other part of that is if they do that. Then they can't change the symbol. They they if if they recast, I'll just say recast for lack of a better word. Mm -hmm. If they recast them as um, a minority, you know, mm -hmm. LG, LB gay and all that, yes. right? <clears throat> sure. They would have to keep the emblem the same, so that yeah. when it gains popularity, people are going to wear that. They're going to associate those two things back together, and they're not going to want to wear their stuff anymore. They might do the whole. Like, um, that would be hilarious. They might do the whole Colin Kaepernick burning their Nike stuff. Maybe they'll do that with Punisher stuff. If they make that kind of drastic change, that'd be hilarious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. I, would, I was just <laughs> thinking too, I've seen so many like cars, like muscle cars too, with like the Punisher logo, like sprawled across it. I didn't even think about that. But I think in my experience, the the people that I've interacted with that have that kind of rock, that kind of symbol have all been similar. Mm -hmm. um, and it would ruffle a lot of feathers for sure. And I think now that you've brought that up, I think that's the answer. I think it's mm -hmm. don't change the symbol, leave the symbol as it is repurpose the character, not repurpose, but recast or re do a new character of a different, type and i think that will i think that'll get the job done i may yeah. be more of a fan if they did that of the punisher like the punisher oh, if they did it that they could man they could reimagine like a new origin story something you know i mean there's so much you can do if you really want to you know take it there but i don't know how how far they want to you know leave from the original concept of that so that's yeah. something too because you're going to lose I don't know, but I mean, it seems like nowadays we're okay with um, some creativity when it comes to, you know, new new universes and, and new characters. So well, here's the other part of it <clears throat> is that the Marvel universe is so well thought out is making a change like that will definitely send its own wakes, you know, within the universe and little, a lot of little things are going to have to change mm -hmm. down the line just because of that one character change. Mm -hmm. So they, I don't expect them to make, well, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't make changes. I wouldn't be surprised if they did, but if they were to make changes, I would think it would take some time because they, all their Marvel stuff is so well thought out. All the stories, no matter when they're made, they intertwine so well mm -hmm. um, that, yeah, it's, it's going to be a big decision, but I vote keep the symbol the same. And then we'll take your idea and just kind of recast. And I'm sure they can yeah. figure the rest out, but. Well, the other 
angle to this too is that people are upset saying like hey marvel like you know maybe get aggressive when it comes to like protecting your trademark you know maybe you need to have a more aggressive team out there looking for these other um companies that are kind of you know making products stickers t-shirts whatever it is with Mm -hmm. that design and that can help put an end to it as well um so there's there's different ways that you can approach it um and i don't want to go too far off on a tangent but i gotta say man when i first heard this too i was thinking about it and i thought like what if they had instead of like the punisher or in addition to the punisher what if these groups were using like the mickey mouse logo like i know it doesn't like (laughs) invoke like the symbol of like power or you know punishment but um man like what would disney do like well, it's, uh, but it the sucks. Other- it sucks like for the, you know, people to take symbols and logos and then and change the meaning, yeah. but not only change the meaning, change it for a reason that isn't the best reason. Yeah. So we don't have to go deep into that, but it was just like a random thought that I thought about that I think would be oh, yeah. just really kind of crazy, but yeah, who knows if that anything like that crazy would happen, but we are in 2021. So yeah, uh, this first two weeks have been a doozy for sure. So we'll see, but it'd be worth to kind of keep keep your eye on it. Yeah, well, other big news that happened this year, uh, um, our Twitch record was broke. Uh, so I don't know if you saw, but there's a streamer that's out of Spain. He's a Fortnite player, and his name is uh, the Gref G. Now, the Gref G, he recently was on Twitch to celebrate a Fortnite skin reveal. And um, during that reveal, he got over 2 million viewers. Actually, it looks like uh, 2.5 million viewers. So that was pretty huge. Insane. And I think... Okay, so here's my problem, being American. Mm -hmm. Um, I would have never guessed a Spanish as a streamer in Spain would get those kind of numbers. But that's just yeah. me growing up thinking, you know, anyways. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but that's insane. That That's an insane number. I want to know, you said it was his birthday stream? No, he was, um, he got a Fortnite skin. Fortnite made a, a skin for him. Yeah, but so the, the whole purpose of the stream was just to reveal his skin. Yeah. Why is that so exciting? Not to hate. Mm-hmm. Not to hate, not to hate at all, because that's awesome. But I didn't know 2.5 million people were interested in seeing what the skin looks like, like right away. I don't know. I mean, I watched part of the the clip. I didn't watch it live, but I, I saw some of the highlights. And um, the guy um, seems super entertaining, like really high energy, like um, seems like a really cool, entertaining guy, to be honest with you. Um, now, he only speaks Spanish. Um, so if you don't speak Spanish then you're probably not gonna, not gonna really feel, you know, you're not going to pick up what he's putting down, but, um, but yeah, I know he was cool. Um, and it's, um, yeah, you know what it is really. I mean, I've seen, it seems like there's a lot of international streamers that are really starting to move up. They're really starting to carve out a niche for themselves, uh, doing what they do. But with this guy and other actual Spanish streamers, I've seen like, Ibai, who I'll talk about in a minute, I think they're getting, you know, viewers not just from Spain, but other Spanish speaking countries. 
you know, I'm sure they got viewers all around the world that are tuning in watching. So, yeah. But, um, and then also with this, I don't know if you saw that, um, Dr. Disrespect gave him a shout out and and they kind of just gave him a shout out in, uh, in Spanish, which is pretty hilarious, but not, not too bad, but I mean, it was funny. I did see the video. It was only a minute long and Mm -hmm. it was very, it was very Dr. Disrespect. I don't really have, I don't have on brand. It was on brand. On brand. There you go. It's just a, it's a thumbs up from me. Um, but yeah, it must be something, it must be more than just the big skin reveal. I think he probably, I mean, he's obviously a popular streamer, but he's probably a good streamer. Very entertaining. Um, he did. So. I saw so after looking into him because I was like wanting to figure out a little bit more about this guy. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't the first time that he set a Twitch record for streams. He did it in December, actually, beating Ninja's record. And in December, he did it with like 660,000 viewers. Wow. That's cool. So he's been he's been doing it. I have. I've watched a streamer. It depends on the game. I've watched just I've watched plenty of streams. Now I think about it. Wow. That are um, in a language I don't even understand. Um, Not to the numbers that is it Greg FG. Uh, Greg FG. I'm sorry. The um, not to the numbers that Gref G sounds like he streams like in the thousands and hundreds of, th- hundreds of thousands. I've been on other streams where other companies or con- other streamers have like maybe a, a few hundred, maybe low thousand. Um, but they're really skilled at whatever they do. Don't know, there's one Korean streamer who was playing, um, what was it, Monster Hunter World. Didn't understand a word of it, but man, that was great to watch. And I could see the same thing happening. He must be mainly a Fortnite streamer. I could see the same thing in Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Like you can be so skilled that even though you're speaking another language, or you can stream possibly in, in all silence, honestly, and it would still be somewhere where I could I could watch it. So I do get it. And I, I want to, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I do yeah. get it. Well, and the guy, I mean, he's definitely super charismatic, super high energy, um, you know, really good in front of a microphone on camera. And so I think like he's um, he's he's really got his thing working for him, like in all different angles. So he's, that's awesome. he's really got it going on. Well, shout out Gref G, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, and I was going to mention uh, Ebay because actually he's another Spanish streamer. He's actually uh, with G2 and he... He actually gave um, Grev G a shout out as well. But the thing with him is he just recently received a ban from Twitch, a 24 hour ban. And um, there was nobody really knew exactly why, but what happened was I found out. So um, he was playing, geez, I don't even know which game it was, but um, somebody jumped in the game and had an inappropriate profile pic. It had like a penis for a profile pic. And so that just got him. That kind of stuff sucks. It sucks because there's trolls that will do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you there's not much there's not much you can do. That's the one thing I think Twitch needs to kind of work on. They need to figure out when it comes to trolls. I mean, you can get moderators. I know like there's things you can do, but I mean, I don't know. It feels like there should be more. Well, that's that's a whole thing worth unraveling. Um, yeah. But not on this show, but 
if um like there's there's clear there's violations and bans that happen that are clearly due to a malicious viewer that are doing it for the purpose of making sure they get banned mm -hmm. and i feel like stuff like that should be able to be investigated to where you ban the viewer mm -hmm. and then um the streamer you know the streamer is okay because a lot of times people will <clears throat> it's they're set up for alerts right so if you if you donate mm -hmm. if you donate and for fun, some streamers will have, you know, you donate a certain amount and then you can send a link and I'll open the link on stream or I'll play whatever sound you submit or whatever mm -hmm. video. And so the intent is good. And then it gets used maliciously and someone gets in trouble, gets a ban, um, even though it's not their intent. And so stuff like that sucks, especially for small streamers who, who just want to stream. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, well, hopefully... Like I said, I That's mean, the thing is, thing. we're still in these such early times when it comes to streaming. Like, I know there's, it, it kind of feels like we've been, had this for years. I don't know, when did, is Twitch 10 years old already? I don't even know. But it just feels like it's been a long time, but it really hasn't, you know? So I, I guess they just got to figure it out. Twitch is, Twitch is originated from Justin TV, and Justin TV is old. From my understanding, Justin TV was a streaming platform. You stream, you know, whatever you want yourself. And then Twitch was a category or like a thing within Justin TV. And then it grew to be its own big thing. I remember Justin TV would compete like against Ustream. Mm -hmm. I remember that was another big one. More, more, more than 10 years for sure. If you want to count that. Mm -hmm. True, true, true. But that's basically that. Um, what else do you got for us? Um, I saw <clears throat> a cool little teaser um, by Bethesda. Bethesda, uh, huge game maker. Uh, oh, my gosh. I just blanked out. They're known for... Um, <sighs> wow. What is the name of that game? It, it literally just lost my mind. But they made a bunch um, of games. Now I'm losing my mind. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're <laughs> huge. They're so good. I cannot really I can't think of it. But anyways, they teased um another game. Um it's a little 33, 33 second little teaser. And I couldn't really tell because I didn't watch it too much. Um, the movies themselves, but they're teasing a Indiana Jones game. Nice. And since it's Bethesda. It's safe to assume that it's going to be. Uh, so, uh, so I was thinking Fallout. That was the, but they Fallout's do Skyrim, Fallout. It's not the one I'm thinking of though. Wasteland. No, oh, Elder Scrolls. Doom yeah, Eternal. That's under Skyrim. Um, Elder Scrolls. What is that game? I I got to look it up now. But um, they Wolfenstein. So yeah, Wolfenstein is one of them. Um, but they teased it, and um, I'm really excited for it because Bethesda makes really cool shit. And I think I don't see how they could make this particular game poorly. Um, but they do Fallout. What is the other game? This is driving me nuts, dude. 
this is driving me nuts. Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't find it. Well, I hope they do a good job. I mean, I think Indiana Jones, I think that's a cool brand. Um, I don't know what to expect really with that because uh, I don't know. It kind of, it kind of feels old. It kind of feels dated. So I'm not sure. I think it, I think it will take you back to those times. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, it's, there's, I, it has to be an open world game, which is great. It's very Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be an open world game. Uh, obviously, you'll have quests and things. Um, I think it'll be done. I, I think it'll be pretty cool. I think it'll be pretty cool. Um, I'm skeptical, uh, but we'll see. I can't believe. I think it will be similar. So a lot of a lot of um, open world stuff. But my because Indiana Jones, wow, get my thoughts together. Because Indiana Jones is such uh, known for such like adventure and stuff. My very first thought was it was going to be a lot like Uncharted, but open world. Uncharted isn't really open world; it's more linear, linear adventure storytelling. I feel like it'll be an open world version of Uncharted. That's why I'm on board immediately. Um, that would be I, cool guess that's the power of bethesda Bethesda's like hey this is gonna come out we know you like it and i'm like yep how'd you know well that, i think that would be cool because i've i've been a fan of uncharted and i think that's always been a, a franchise that i've liked and i think it's because i thought there was similarities to indiana jones mm-hmm. and i thought that it was he was kind of like a newer modern more i guess hip or up-to-date type Indiana Jones type yeah. guy. Do you remember the last Indiana Jones movie? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like the one the Crystal kinda, Skull one, right? That one. I was mm-hmm. so excited at the end of it because I thought, I thought what's his name was going to be the new Indiana Jones, and they were going to no. continue with him. Yeah, what's because Shia LaBeouf? I think th- Shia that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shia LaBeouf. I think that's. It would be nice to see that that story kind of evolve, and that's why when I when I heard about this game, I thought it it, it sounds cool, but I just hope it's not. I don't know. Like in my head, I just kind of feels kind of old. So I it would be a I fresh think, take. Yeah, I think it'll feel old if they if they follow old storylines and movies. Yeah, but I think if they come up with like original quests and things like that because the was it the crystal skull Mm -hmm. that was way more modern than i thought it would be that's true yeah um and that's kind of in their i feel like where that movie left off that's kind of in their warehouse with like with like the design and stuff i i think it's right there so i think they're at a point if they pick up from where the movie was around there i think they can run with it and go wherever and it'll be great yeah well, let's hope so, man. But um, was there a timetable on that movie, on that game? I mean, I don't think so. I think it's next not year. Not that sometime. I saw. But it's gonna be produced under the Lucasfilms um, label too. So that's the other reason why I was excited because um, Lucasfilm, the Star Wars games, also Battlefield. Two 
amazing um, immersion with the music because the music scores were big in Star Wars. They were Indiana Jones also. The involvement of the music. um, And they did a great job of making you feel like you were in wherever you were. Like I was on Battlefield shooting like on on Tatooine and I felt like I was in Tatooine. You know, you're right about that. Actually, I, I sometimes forget or maybe underestimate the impact that that music can have to give you that immersive feel. But yeah, you're right on with that. Yeah. So I'm I'm on board. I don't I don't think it's going to it's going to fall on his face. I, I'm super on board. Cool. What other news you got for us? Super duper on board. Um, I lost the tab that I had on Uncharted. Well, we already talked about Uncharted, but um, what studio was that? Isn't that is that Sony? Was it Sony? I want to read that again. Is it on my phone? Let me read it. Because I have. Let me go. I think I have it here. Yeah, Sony. It was by Sony. I was looking on the wrong thing. <clears throat> okay. So, so here. The, yeah. You want to read it? I'll just read the uh, the headline and the uh, opening paragraph here. This yeah, is actually from ScreenRant.com. Uh, Uncharted and Last of Us are the start of PlayStation's movies and shows. PlayStation head Jim Ryan made it clear at CES that Sony intends to build a multimedia campaign starting with Uncharted and The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very popular, very successful, um, story-driven, linear story-driven games, which I'm happy to see um, more linear story-driven games. Not that open world isn't great, but sometimes open world can be overwhelming. Uh, sometimes you just want to play the story for the story. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, so they're going to do like a whole multimedia campaign um, around movies and shows. I'm thinking, honestly, I think it's going to be one and one. One's going to be not just one movie, but a series of movies, whether it's Last of Us or Uncharted. And the other one is going to be a show. Hmm. Um, I remember months ago, What's the new Spider-Man's name? The young Spider-Man? The latest Spider-Man? Miles Morales? No, real one, though. Oh, the actor? Yeah, the actor. What's that kid's Uh, name? I don't know. Whatever his name is. I remember, I don't know if I either saw that he was cast or someone proposed that he should be cast as the new Nathan Drake. Um, But seeing that, I'm thinking that they're going to make that like a series of movies. Um, I guess maybe Indiana Jones style. I'm not sure, <clears throat> but a set of movies kind of as Nathan Drake. And then the shows part of it, I think that might be last of us, like a, like, a, um, not like a mini series, but it would feel very Netflix. Yeah, actually I just saw right here. I hadn't noticed this, but it looks like, I think they're doing a last, the last of us as a show on HBO. Oh, on HBO. Oh, interesting. Okay. HBO. The La- is it going to be called The Last of Us? Do you know? I don't know. I mean, I just saw that right now. But um, 
things you know one of the things that we talked about before too is with coronavirus and how all these uh, film studios are, are starting to go directly to streaming and we talked a little bit about you know pros and cons and that kind of stuff but I'm really starting to like this and I, I think I, from what I'm seeing with like Netflix coming out with their original content uh, Apple TV um, HBO Max this kind of stuff like mm-hmm. I feel like we just have so many options all around us now <clears throat> and actually some really good stuff coming out I wonder if you add up all the streaming services and there was this whole like cut the cable thing years ago I feel like yeah. this ends up being more than having cable now well I th- I think some of it too is that I mean you you have to have internet that you know kind of annoying honestly. and it sucks is like with at least the internet around here it's like sure you can get internet by itself but for like 10 bucks more you get you know all these channels I liked, I liked having one place to watch everything and the more honestly the more streaming services that come out I start to understand where like an Apple TV comes into play or like you sign up for like a Roku, whatever. Mm-hmm. You can put all those apps on one place, but it's still annoying to like have to do that. I'd rather pay one lump subscription and have access to all the on-demand stuff. But that's anyways, that's not what it's about. In the future, they'll have that. In the future, <laughs> it's going to be more integrated, I think. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, things are kind of fragmented right now. But that's cool. Okay, so Last of Us confirmed. Okay, I feel really good because I feel like I, I nailed it on the head. Um, Uncharted, multiple movies, and Last of Us, um, a show, kind of a mini series, maybe a couple seasons, two or three seasons. I don't see it being that much longer. I'm kind of proud of that, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. I have to um, finish playing The Last of Us 2, see if maybe they set up for a uh, a third season or third game, but... I haven't I haven't been listening. That's the thing, man. It's tough to avoid spoilers. And that's why I think we're about to touch on the Mandalorian, but I had to get through the Mandalorian quick because I was starting to get spoilers. I still haven't seen season two. I can't even lie. <laughs> but yeah, so Mandalorian, did you see there's going to be... So I know you, we talked about these other games that are coming out soon, um, but uh, Ubisoft, they announced that there's going to be an open world star wars game and the the rumor is is that it could be based around mandalorian that's a cool idea yeah if it's open world for um, sure i think that'd be so much fun because ubisoft does assassin's creed right mm-hmm. um what else does ubisoft do that's open world watchdogs 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 yeah you're right. I think, huh? So when I first heard Mandalorian Ubisoft open world, my first thought was um, Ubisoft does this online multiplayer kind of open world game. It's called The Division. You're basically an agent. You go on these missions, you level up, you get like stronger guns and weapons, and you can team up with your friends and go do missions or whatever. Um, my first thought is it would be similar to that mixed with Assassin's Creed. So I'm thinking, and this, this goes back, this will go back to, um, kind of, kind of Luke Lucasfilms, but anything Star Wars 
related, especially lately that's been coming out, is very immersive. So if it's an open another open world Star Wars game, well now I'm worried there's gonna be too many. If there's another open world Star Wars game, um I don't see how this one Ubisoft is such a good developer also. They do Rainbow Six, they did a great job with details. Um I don't see how that could go poorly either. Um, because it would be so cool to fly to whatever planet and you, you're gonna go if you're a bounty hunter, right? Mm-hmm. That's what that's what he is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're a bounty hunter, you're obviously gonna go travel to other planets, you're gonna go collect your bounty. That's where I got um division from. You gotta go to these main shops, these safe areas to collect your loot and stuff, dude. I can already picture it. I don't even know if that's how it's going to be, but I just made part of the game in my head. All right. I mean, it makes sense, and it sounds like it would work. I'd I like it. Board. I'd be I on like board. it. I'm all for Star Wars uh, open world games all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I think, I don't know. I'm all for that kind of stuff. I think that kind of stuff is so much fun. But they need to chill because that might be too many, like, the some of the one of the cool things about Star Wars is it it doesn't feel saturated. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I'm worried that it's getting to be too much. I think it's a long term collaboration between Ubisoft and Disney. Um, which I guess I'm glad either EA is not involved at all or they're less involved because EA is very money focused. But I'm worried that there's going to be too. There's going to be a point if they keep going that there may be too many Star Wars games out, and mm-hmm. I think that'll be detrimental to Star Wars. Yeah, no, I, I mean I definitely agree with that for sure. Maybe I mean I can see two, three at the most if you're, they're <laughs> going to be out at the same time. But yeah. like, yeah, then you're getting kind of a little too much. Like EA Squadrons came out. I think last year and that was the the most mainly focused on flying the various vehicles um but now i guess i have to do some research because there might have been a time i'm trying to think back kind of around the first playstation or playstation 2 where there might have been a lot of star wars games that kind of came out um there was an old battlefront game um i, I gotta look it up i gotta look it up yeah, check it out, man. But um, but I'm right there with you, man, because I think you're right that they don't want to um, feel like they're getting played out and just doing too much all at once. Mm-hmm. And I think that was something that was kind of special when it came to the Star Wars franchise was that, you know, there were some big gaps between not just like the first set of movies that came out, um, but even with the, you know, sequential movies like, you always had some time to kind of breathe and take it in and then get ramped up and ready for the next one. Yeah, that's, ex- that's exactly it. Cause yeah, you don't want to, what I'm not worried about, but what I don't want it to turn into is something to where it's like, almost like call of duty, like, Oh, here goes another, another call of duty game. Big surprise. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, want Cause then it doesn't feel special anymore. Exactly. I don't want to lose my excitement for, for things like that. Mm-hmm. So I am excited for these two. I'm cautious for 
what may be planned for after. But you know what? At the same time, maybe it's one of those things where these are their two like big games they're going for. Um, kind of the new, um, I guess I'll say model, not model. What I've noticed is Call of Duty's new thing is Warzone is their main battle royale game. And though it seems like no matter what, every year they're going to release a new Call of Duty. They seem pretty set on that. Um, but they'll take those and they will use those to update the main war, modern warfare game or Warzone. I'm sorry, Warzone. So now when I play Warzone, I can use guns from Call of Duty Black Ops and I can use guns from Modern Warfare. I can use agents from either one and send them into um, send them into Verdansk, the map. But what I'm trying to say is <clears throat> I think their main focus feels like Warzone and they're just sending regular updates as their main game. Kind of like Grand Theft Auto did. Grand Theft Auto cheated a little bit. Grand Theft Auto had the same game for like three consoles. But um, with Grand Theft Auto V, they kept coming out with um, releases after release to freshen up the main game instead of coming out with new games. So maybe yeah. they might go that way too. Who knows? Yeah, it would be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of like a trick now that, you know, when... Like like we talked about um, when games go through like seasonal updates, sometimes just like, you know, adding some new stuff and maybe some new missions or new, mm-hmm. new um, maps or whatever, uh, just keeps things fresh and, and, and new. Yeah, you're right. Well, man, I really don't have too much in terms of other news or other um things to expect i mean there actually was a lot that came out this week but um when it came to what i thought would be best for this week's show uh this pretty much wrapped it up for me yeah i think we had a lot of uh i mean i don't have anything new i think there's a lot of exciting news for for things that are coming up um and it's nice it is nice because this this two weeks have been pretty heavy so it's nice to have something to look forward to in the future because who knows what's going to happen this week honestly this whole world next time we record the whole world could be upside down bro who knows right that's why you gotta hurry up and watch mandalorian oh my god i'll fucking start it yeah no you can skip that and just start watching attack on titan because i'm watching that now the latest season yeah season four there's a fourth season of Attack on Titan. That's right. Yeah, just started. So I think there's probably like, I want to say maybe six episodes out right now. Uh, I've only watched the first two. Just as good as the other ones? I say yes. I mean, for me, I, I kind of felt like the third season was the best season so far. So, you know, I'm not Captain sure. Captain Levi, my I'm boy. Not, I'm not sure if everybody's you know, feeling the same way about it. Cause I think this show has gone through some changes, but, mm-hmm. um, and even season four is a change. So captain Levi though. Right. I mean, monster bro. Yeah. Levi, Levi, Mikasa. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. But the dude, the end of that when he anyways, yeah, let's save it. Maybe we could have, um, maybe that'll yeah. be something else that we could talk about later. I stood up. I think, 
I think it's the only time I've ever stood up watching an anime. <laughs> I've been floored before, but I thought that was that was this was before I watched Demon Slayer. Um and Demon Slayer was so good. It was that that scene where he just takes it. Anyways, okay. Captain Levi's savage. Mm-hmm. Incredibly savage. But as far as this week, yeah, there's a it is nice to talk about stuff that's great to look forward for too. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's this year or next year, um, especially the heavy week we had, but I didn't have anything else for this week. Well, me neither, man. Um, <laughs> once again, it's been a pleasure. Um, you know, I know it's only, we're not even halfway through January yet, but um, we're just about there. So let's just hang on. We'll be back for the third week of January, do it all over again sure and uh, see what's happening, man. I, I, I'm excited to see you um, all this, uh, these positive new changes that are coming across in the world. And so mm-hmm. let's just hold on tight and be ready for this ride. Yeah. Well, thank you at home or wherever you are in your car, wherever you're listening. Thank you for tuning in. Um, like Mike said, it was the second week of January. So we'll, we'll see what we have in store for next week, but thank you for being here. That's been Mike. I've been rich. If you have any questions, comments, um, anything, send us an email emmothpod at gmail.com that's e-m-a-m-m-o-t-h-p-o-d at gmail.com until next time thanks for being here this is emmothpod again i'm rich that's mike we'll see you later